Welcome to the Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast. My name is Denise Lee, and I'm a coach, speaker, and advisor dedicated to help you grow and transform not just your business, but your life. Today, we're going to be talking about the worthiness, the awesomeness that is you. How many times have we not done anything to grow and scale our business and destructive and unhealthy relationships and not go for the things that we know we can and should achieve. If that's you, then listen to this episode. We're going to be talking about how you can go for your dreams, be your best, and do it with confidence. You are worthy. We're going to talk about all that and so much more coming to you after this short break. Hey, 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 and we're back. I'm so glad that you are choosing to spend your time with me. I know that you could be at a whole bunch of other places, but you are here. If you are listening for the very first time, make sure you hit the subscribe, follow button. I know I've got people on Apple Podcasts, Amazon Podcasts, and a bunch of other places to which I forgot. (laughs) But anyway, I'm so glad that you are choosing to spend your time with me. If you have been listening for multiple episodes, please do me the big favor and share this podcast with someone else. Not only will it help them achieve whatever they want to achieve personally or professionally, you will be showing that you care for them. Isn't that so sweet? The Introverted Entrepreneur Podcast is not just designed for introverts. It's designed for anyone who has a big heart and wants to do things in a unique, authentic, and caring way. So we are on a mission to grow and spread the message that we can and we should do the things that we know that have been placed in our hearts. We're going to express it with love. We're going to express it with kindness, and we're going to show it and demonstrate it with the actions, not by simple words. With that being said, if you're interested in learning more about me, hop on over to deniseglee.com. My name is deniseglee.com. You can learn more about me or you can go ahead and mosey on down to the show notes section where it has an option for you to get in contact with me, see me or whatever you want to do. All right, today I am going to be talking about worthiness. This is just a skimming of the surface of my course, Amazing Attitude. Amazing Attitude is a 21-day program where we dive deep into who you are, what caused you to think the things that you think, and at the end, you will emerge with my assistant learning why you do the things that you do and hopefully walk away with the assurance that nothing is limiting you. The only thing that limits you is you. So check that out. I'm also going to leave a link in the show notes below so you can get more information about how that program works and how you can get access to it. You are worthy. I am just so emphatic about that. As I have been talking with so many clients over the years, one central theme that always comes over and over and over again is this idea of asking me for permission to do the things that they want to do. And instead of saying, well, why don't you? The real question we should be asking ourselves is why? And I'm going to be just talking a little bit about the foundation of why we have so many issues with self-esteem, self-worth, feeling as if we cannot do anything without having the nods and approvals from people who seem to be not only indifferent, but in some cases hostile to our big goals and dreams. 
And you may be asking yourself, why would I go to people who have shown and demonstrated that by their behavior that they are not only intimidated, but if not hostile to seeing you grow and change and develop. And we're going to be talking about some issues from messages from the past. And we're going to be talking about some other things that you may be doing on a unconscious level that is actually sabotaging you right now. And by no means is this a complete lesson. I just want to make sure that we're all on the same page. This is just an overview, just some things for you to think about. I would encourage you to check out Amazing Attitude or contact me directly if you are finding that there's much more to the story that needs to be unraveled and, and discussed. But let's talk about messages from the past. It is very, very interesting to observe how we have been impacted, unfortunately, negatively from our early messages from our family, early messages from our how we grew up and we were surrounded by doing different things. I find so often with people who are people pleasers, specifically people who always second guess, always feel as if they need permission from someone that they deemed of in high regard or seeking more or less confirmation that their thoughts are valid, that they need to get some form of affirmation. And the reason behind it is somehow or somewhere (laughs) the message was internalized that you cannot trust yourself. You cannot trust your ideas. And there's a couple of reasons behind it. The most oftentimes I have seen it is living in in a household with a very punitive or authoritarian parent. And it doesn't have to be necessarily the mom or the dad. I often see this a lot with single mothers who are raising their kids and because they lack the support or they don't desire the support out of pride or woundedness or whatever, they seem to expel all the pressure and all the demands and all the, the the unfinished issues onto the kid. Make sure that you always have your room spotless. I I want to make sure that I can see nothing on the floor or don't you talk back to me? Don't you ever question me? Or these kind of messages where unless you were bringing anything short of a A plus, it was not worthy. It was unacceptable. And some of these people, unfortunately, have used religion or used some type of threat. I personally grew up in a situation where, to be honest, my my brothers were deprived of food at some point because they were being, quote unquote, disrespectful toward my mother. Now, it's abuse. Let's just call it for what it is. I don't know what happened with you or your situation, but I do know a lot of people who feel under pressure to always perform, be perfectionists, always feel as if if they're not measuring up or saying the right things or doing the right things, they're somehow going to be shamed. And it, it, even if it wasn't overtly, it could have been passively, for example, if you didn't say the right things or do the right things, you wouldn't get attention. You wouldn't get affection. You you wouldn't be lauded or praised over. The the or you might have been a situation where you were pinned pinned against your other 
siblings. Like, for example, if you were the bad person that week, you were shunned and frowned and your mother or your father may have said overtly, you see what Jimmy did? You see what Emily did? Don't be like Emmy or don't be like Jimmy. And then even though they didn't necessarily say anything to you specifically, the message was was clear that unless you abide by their rules all the time and never make mistakes, you're not worthy of receiving love. Or perhaps you may have been in a situation where your parent was so immersed in their own drama and their own conflicts and their own insecurities that they couldn't even be attuned to what was going on with you. I was never forgetting, I remember maybe a decade or so ago, I was visiting a relative of mine and it was so clear that my 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 relative was more engaged with trying to locate her her Rolling Stone husband and not being able to connect with him that she was completely oblivious to the fact that one of her kids was being promiscuous, meaning searching for man, any man to pay attention to her because her mother was so preoccupied with her own philandering husband. Do you see what happens where we unconsciously pick up the messages from our parents that, well, I if I if I can't get the attention, then I'm going to find it on my own terms, on my own way. And I'll oftentimes these messages that we've gotten are destructive, hurtful, demeaning, damaging. And this is not something that can just be talked away. It has to be worked through. So that's why I have Amazing Attitude as a resource. You can contact me as a resource. You can contact the therapist as a resource. I don't care what you do, but if you have felt that you did not get loved, appreciated, you had to be perfect, or you had to be invisible. I had some cases where, talking with one client, where there is a, a situation when she was growing up where she was like one of 10 siblings. And because there were so many pressures financial economics about making sure there was food on the table and making sure that everyone was pulling their own weight. She more or less was invisible to everybody else. The only thing that was expected of her was making sure that she could bring money from her own little side ventures to help support the household. So for a lot of us, we have been forced to become adults too fast, too soon, and we were never even recognized or even allowed the permission to express our feelings without feeling reprimanded, criticized, demeaned, or any type of feeling as if we were valid. For a lot of us, we didn't feel valid. That has caused so much pain, so many unresolved issues, and I don't want that to be for you. So if you are listening and thinking, oh my goodness, it may not be one thing Denise said, but I definitely didn't feel that I was being acknowledged. I want you to write it down, write down exactly what had happened in your early years. When I say your early years, and it could be anywhere from your first memories, four, five, whatever, through adulthood. And outline it, there were specific themes where you did not feel as if you had the right or or even acknowledge that you had feelings and you had needs that were not being met or they were being ignored or you were not feeling as if you had even the permission to explain those feelings and 
because of that, you may have adopted the feeling that I am not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I cannot achieve anything because I'm never recognized. Or perhaps you went the opposite side and you were so rebellious in a desperate seek for attention. I don't know. You only know your story because you have walked through it. And I by no means am going to try to generalize your unique story on the podcast. That's absurd. But I do know for a fact that for a lot of us, we haven't allowed ourselves the permission to be really honest about the impact that certain things had in our lives. Okay. Now, because we have developed so many different messages from our childhood, from people of our our family, so many different places, we come up with these values, values that have caused us to shrink ourselves, belittle ourselves, or not even acknowledge the skill set that we had. I'll never forget, I was visiting a healthcare professional, and she, she was asking me for consent to do a procedure that she had over 15 years of experience doing, saying that, well, I'm not really experienced, even though I have experience, would you like to have somebody else do it? And I just was literally gobsmacked, gobsmacked at this idea that, wait a minute, you're trained, you're licensed, you're accredited, you know what you're doing, but you don't believe that you're not good enough because it's not something that you're not doing quote unquote as well as this other person with this title. It just seems so absurd to me. I am really sick of tired, especially women who have made the conclusion, I cannot because I don't have this title or I haven't been on this TED talk show or I haven't done whatever. You may have internalized these ideas and these tapes play over and over. And guess what? Your thoughts our energy and your energy if it's negative it's destructive it's demeaning it will keep you locked in place and never being able to fulfill your destiny that's meant for you that's why i have amazing attitude that's why i'm sitting here talking with you right now expressing your my deep desire for you to step in to the place that you know that you were destined to become and it's not going to come by playing small. It's not going to come by you denying your truth. It's not going to come by associating with people who are negative, who are small-minded, who don't take risks, who don't think outside the box. It's never going to happen. So let's just stop pretending and thinking to ourselves that somehow, magically, we're going to drag people who have historically shown you and consistently through their behavior and their actions, that they are not interested in leveling up. These messages that came from your childhood get reinforced by the people that you spend time with, by the things that you consume. For example, I remember somebody was telling me about these types of books that they read, and it was about... we were just kind of exchanging the, the the books that we were reading. I remember I was telling him that I don't read anything anymore these days that are fictional. And the only time I will read something fictional is if it has some historic, historical fiction component. But I oftentimes when you read stories, they're about drama and conflict and some unmet resolution. And there really isn't any moral to the story other than just giving the message that people don't want to solve problems. People just want to stay miserable by having lack of communication about their needs and what they want. And I remember just thinking to myself, like, that's why I don't read fiction books. 
I want to read personal development. I want to read psychology books. I want to read about the things that can help people like you who are listening because I want to make sure that the things that are pumped in my mind constantly uplift, encourage, motivate, inspire. Just what the same reason why you're listening to this podcast right now. You want to be motivated. You want to be inspired, correct? I that's that's what I'm thinking. Otherwise, you're not listening. You would choose to listen to something else. That's my thought. So be careful, my dear, about the things that you're listening to, the things that you're inputting to your brain, because they have such a profound impact. If you want to believe that you're worthy, you need to think of things. You need to be surrounded by things that are beautiful, that are worthy, that, that uplift, that affirm who you are and what you want to become. Because that has such a big impact, okay? Now, after you do this, there's no way back. <laughs> there's no way back. I want you to develop a, develop a plan. I don't care really what it is, other than the fact that it's not doing more of the same. Because more of the same will eventually retard you back to exactly what your early experiences were. I was thinking about this one particular client that I had a few years ago, and she told me within her first session that I didn't believe that I could be a business owner because nobody in my family wanted to be a business owner. They would just said that it's too risky and that it's not worth investing things that you are not certain of. I remember thinking to myself the idea that what makes you think that a job is riskless. I mean, how many times have you gone on the TV or turned on the computer and learned about massive layoffs? Like for example, right now, Walmart is laying off tons of their corporate staff. I mean, it there's so many examples where your job doesn't have a good economic outlook and they have to let go. There's no certainty in anything, especially in your job. So the fact that if you're only searching for things that are quote unquote secure is a fallacy. So my question for you is, as you're thinking, there's no way back. You can't go back to the way you used to thinking. That means we're going to have to question and and identify and question the things that have been told to us because more than often than not, they were built on the backboard of fear and doubt and insecurity because there's nothing that of growth, nothing of meaning, nothing of significant comes from fear. Nothing, nothing. So let's just get out of this delusion somehow thinking that you can be fear-based and still be a person of conviction, a person of action, a, a person that goes for what they want. It doesn't work that way, my dear. You're going to have to make this decision right now. Who am I? What do I want? And what do I need to do? And I want you to get radical about it. I want you to literally burn the bridge of your mind thinking that somehow you can, quote unquote, honor your family by keeping some of the things, but then discarding it, meaning that if you if you want to say oh i want to be i still want to be a perfectionist but i also want to be kind to myself it doesn't work that way you have to lean into a new messaging and the new messaging can be i strive towards excellence that doesn't mean perfection that means accepting the fact that things do fall apart. Sometimes our best laid plans out need to be revised and revamped. You're giving yourself permission to be human. I want you to give yourself the permission. If you're around someone right now that only likes you, only when you 
perform the way you want they want you to perform then you have to seriously ask yourself is this a relationship worth keeping is this worth keeping so many of us say well i don't want to be alone well how in the world can you be whole feeling fragmented how in the world can you feel that you are going towards the way you want to go in life while being handicapped by someone else's insecurities, someone else's doubts, someone else's fears? That's no way of living. At least that's my personal opinion about it. I want you to live in victory. And so that means having the surroundings of people and things that remind you. I want you to take a good look around your house right now. And I want you to take a good look around your office and your workspace and ask yourself, are you surrounding yourself in an environment that is cluttered, disorganized? You can't find a darn thing. Are you surrounding yourself with things that make you feel stressed? Odds are that's probably contributing to the reasons why you don't feel fulfilled. You have to to cultivate a winning mindset and that includes not just your the people that speak into your life and things that you surround yourself in every time i buy something for my household or for my business i always look around and ask myself is there something that needs to go out i always want to only keep what's necessary what's needed and what reflects who i am and what i want And if it doesn't, stop making excuses for yourself. I was talking to a client the other day and we were just talking about her um, addiction issues and about her recovery process. And I said, I want you to go into your closet right now and I want you to start tossing out everything that doesn't fit you because odds are it reminds you of people and places and things that make you feel depressed and miserable. Not only that, you may not even like wearing it anymore because it doesn't even fit you correctly. So I want to ask you, what is not fitting you right now? And I don't want you to sit here and go, well, it'll make them feel bad if I throw this away. Or I had so many good memories. Well, you have them. Odds are you're probably forgetting all the bad crap that came along for it. You are forgetting all the other bad stuff that came along for the ride. And I want you to be open and honest with yourself and start cleaning house. I want you to start thinking about what you need to do to help get yourself in that right frame of mind. Maybe you need to start to add some more stuff in. I don't know. You need to know what works well for you. This is These are just some ideas or a general overview that will help you go into the right direction. Okay, let's kind of go over everything that we've talked about. Oftentimes, in my experience that I've seen, and that so often we are more or less replaying on loop all the messages that we've gotten from our our early childhood influences. We weren't good enough, smart enough, brave enough. And usually it's because that our own parents or people of influence were going through so many unresolved issues of their own that they didn't know how to communicate their wants and their needs in a healthy and mature way. They just externalized and blamed in in order to make themselves feel good while not addressing their own issues. And I don't want that to happen to you. I want you to be a person that says to yourself, I am going to face my issues. I'm going to do that. And that means that you're going to have to examine the things that are around you physically, emotionally, 
What are you consuming? Are are you consuming the things that help you go to where you're going? Are you doing things that kind of remind you of the conflict and insecurity and the dramas, right? Maybe there needs to be some shedding that's going on. I don't know. You only know what that looks like for you. And lastly, there is no way back. I want you to start making some decisions right now and not making excuses. And if you're making excuses, basically you're saying to yourself, I don't want to go for my dreams. I don't want to give myself the permission to be the best version of myself. And I don't want that for you. I want you to dream big and I want you to do big. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. Was there something that you're going to do to get you into that position where you claim that your authority, you claim your right to be the best version of yourself, let me know. Send me a voicemail message. There is a link in the comment section below. And if you love this podcast episode, make sure you share this with somebody else. Well, that is it. Thank you so much for listening. You can do this. All right. Take care and be awesome.